0: listening to the air quality insider here we'll keep you informed on the latest changes in the world of air quality regulations and technology the air quality insider is produced by all four llc all four is a nationally recognized environmental consulting company that shapes environmental responsibility and creates distinction for our clients our employees and our partners
1: Today's episode will feature an article entitled, A Year in Review, New Source Review Edition. It was written by Kayla Turney and published on December 20th, 2018. It's been a long and winding road for New Source Review, or NSR, regulations, both since the dawn of NSR time and over the course of 2018 alone where a litany of NSR reform guidance memos were released by the U.S. Environmental Protections Agency. So what do you say we hop in the all-four Wayback Machine and review all of the NSR reform movements that have taken place over the last year? Let's start our journey back in December 2017. Former U.S. EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt released an NSR policy memo titled, quote, New source review pre-construction permitting requirements, enforceability, and use of the actual to projected actual applicability test in determining major modification applicability, end quote. This memo addressed U.S. EPA's interpretation of the projected actual emissions, or PAE, estimates for projects at major sources. The purpose of the memo was for U.S. EPA to provide clarity on estimating PAE through, quote, plain readings of the existing NSR rules. One of the main things that this memo discussed was whether a facility can factor in the intent to, quote, actively manage future emissions into a project projection. U.S. EPA decided that those intentions are considered to be a part of, quote, All relevant information, which is to be included, per the as-written NSR rules. Therefore, if a facility was planning on managing future emissions from a project specifically to avoid major NSR, then those emissions should represent the projected emissions. However, as all four CTO Colin McCall discussed following a House of Representatives hearing meeting he attended following the release of this memo, the U.S. EPA policy memo was inaccurately portrayed as providing facilities with a shield from NSR enforcement. One thing that was clear following the release of this
2: memo and the House of Representatives hearing is that additional guidance is needed. We've now landed in March 2018, and Administrator Pruitt has just released another NSR policy memo titled, quote, Project Emissions Accounting Under the New Source Review Pre-Construction Permitting Program, end quote. As all fours Nick Leone and John Slade discussed in their respective articles, this memo represented a significant policy change. The March 2018 memo effectively changed a 2006 U.S. EPA policy of only accounting for emissions increases during Step 1 of the typical two-step NSR applicability evaluation, now allowing facilities to account for emissions decreases that are associated with a given project during Step 1 of the analysis. Although it may seem like a minor change, it has major real-world impacts. A common example is the replacement of an old, high-emitting boiler with a new, lower-emitting boiler. Under the new policy, the emissions decreases from decommissioning the old boiler can be subtracted from the potential to emit, or PTE, of the new boiler being installed. This increases the likelihood that the calculated Step 1 emissions changes would not exceed NSR significant emissions increase thresholds. Under the previous policy, only the PTE of the new boiler could be considered under Step 1, greatly increasing the likelihood that Step 2 netting would be required, and allowing for other unrelated emissions increases to be pulled into the evaluation, possibly changing the NSR outcome when compared to the new policy. Another major change in this memo was the allowance that emissions decreases that are part of the project and included in the Step 1 evaluation do not need to be federally enforceable. That is, emissions decreases could now be reflected in the sum of the PAE associated with a modification project, and only those emissions decreases that are evaluated under Step 2 netting must be enforceable under the new guidance. This policy change, if uniformly implemented by state and local permitting authorities, will impact calculations and ultimately major NSR applicability to many projects involving affected emissions units. There was a lot to unpack in the March 2018 memo, and I highly recommend reading Nick and John's articles for more examples and discussions. Please also note that this memo serves as guidance and not published rule. Decisions are still left at the discretion of the permitting body. Now let's head over to September
0: 2018. US EPA Assistant Administrator William Wareham released a draft NSR policy memo. For public comment titled, quote, Interpreting Adjacent for New Source Review and Title V Source Determination in All Industries Other Than Oil and Gas. End quote. The purpose of this memo was to provide clarity to both industry and agency officials regarding the term adjacent and how that affects the scope and extent of a stationary source when talking about major NSR and Title V permitting. Upon the development of the new source review program in 1980, US EPA focused exclusively on facility proximity when determining adjacency. If two facilities were under common control, belonged to the same source identification code, and were within a certain proximity, that would qualify them as adjacent, and therefore qualify them as a single stationary source, that is, one facility for permitting purposes. However, more recently, US EPA not only considered proximity, but also the functional relationship and interrelatedness. For example, if one facility shut down, could the other still operate? The September 2018 memo clarified That the original intent of the rule and what US EPA currently believes was to only consider facility proximity in the adjacency determination. Note that proximity is not explicitly defined and is based on a common-sense notion of a plant. Again, this memo serves as a guidance and not published rule. The last stop on our journey is November 2018. US EPA Acting Administrator Andrew Wheeler released a pre publication version of a final action titled, quote, Prevention of Significant Deterioration and Non Attainment New Source Review Aggregation Reconsideration. Unquote. The purpose of this final action is to retract a previously proposed revocation of a 2009 action on PSD and NSR aggregation. The January 2009 action was in regard to treating related physical and operational changes as a single modification for the purpose of determining NSR applicability. This action required sources to aggregate emissions from nominally separate activity when they were substantially related for the purpose of determining whether they are a single modification resulting in an NSR emissions increase under Step 1. The January 2009 action stated that in order to be substantially related, there needed to be either an apparent connection, either technically or economically, between physical or operational changes, or a complementary relationship, whereby a change at a facility may exist and operate independently, however its benefit is significantly reduced without the other activity. The action was proposed to be revoked in April 2010. However, this November 2018 final action retracts that. The idea of project aggregation is extremely important and ties into the March 2018 memo on project emissions accounting. When thinking about the two-step process for tracking emissions increases and decreases at a source for a project, You have to make sure that the project is accurately defined keeping the action requiring related physical or operational changes as a single modification eliminates the potential for a source to essentially break up large high emitting projects into multiple small low emitting projects to avoid triggering major nsr requirements the project aggregation action ensures that nominally separate projects are treated as a single project where it is otherwise unreasonable. As with other aspects of NSR, project is not clearly defined, and again, this is a case by case decision. So that brings us back to the present day. Where do we go from here? What we do know is that US EPA will likely continue to move in the direction of NSR reform and that there are a few more anticipated guidance memos in the works, including one on the definition of ambient air and one on plant-wide applicability limits. In the meantime, stay tuned for more all four For the Record articles. That was Year in Review, New Source Review Edition, written by Kayla Turney, published on December twentieth, two 2018, and narrated by Ben Chance, Morgan Gray, and Michael McHale. Additional
1: articles, like the one that you just heard, can be found on our website, www.all4inc.com. You can also interact with us on Twitter, at All4Inc. Be sure to tell us what you think about our podcast using the hashtag air quality insider and feel free to ask us questions about all things air quality for us to answer in a future episode.